Why you had to make me go call up my side guy? <laughs> Can't let an F boy F up my nice vibe. Yo, Ariana, come let me get you a high five. So, as I was saying, um, my name's Ashley. I'm the host of That Pimp Victor podcast, and I have a guest today. Monet, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I am Monet, oh. owner of You Glow Girl, and I teach women just like you how to date with intention to come into alignment with a provider man. Okay, and then you want to tell them your social media where they can follow you? Yes, yes, yes. I am You Glow Girl, the letter U Glow Girl official. So again, it's You Glow Girl, the letter U Glow Girl official. Um, on all platforms. All platforms. Oh, nice. Instagram, YouTube, uh, TikTok. I've taken the name on all platforms. So that's me everywhere. That's your brand. I love that. Yes, yes. So y'all definitely follow her. She drops gems. She's always posting tips and things that can be beneficial on your feminine journey. Especially me, I love your posts. So I'm here. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Right. You ready to just hop in? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go for it. So, guys, today our topic that we're going to be discussing is role reversal and how to keep your femininity in relationships. So I'm going to yes. go ahead and tackle it first since you're our guest, and then I'll just hop in. Okay, 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 okay. So um, we were discussing earlier, we were on the phone, and we were discussing, like, a couple of things that we've noticed the gender role has type kind of flipped in relationships. More women are taking on the provider role. More women are taking on the role of being head of household where women are placing themselves in positions where they are losing are not able to tap into that femininity because they have to do so much there's so much that they have to do on a daily basis i was actually having a conversation with someone earlier and you, you ever had a man tell you smile girl smile and you're like <laughs> give me something to smile about <laughs> yeah. oh my god it, Yes, it wasn't until I realized that there was a reason I wasn't smiling. There was a reason that I didn't feel like I needed to brighten someone else's day or wear a glow on my face because I was so bogged down by everything that I was carrying. We carry so much as women and we're ex a lot of it is expected of us. And it's almost like uh, women of color, if you can't juggle, then you're shamed for it or you're placed into this, um, I don't know, like this box of you're supposed to be this strong woman. woman. And right. yeah, and, 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 and I'm not, I'm not a strong, I'm not a strong black woman. I'm not raising a strong black woman. Uh, my daughter is a teen. I'm not raising a strong black woman. I'm raising a soft woman i'm raising a woman that knows how to handle her business and knows how to prioritize herself and that's something that i think that we miss because we we're supposed to fit this stigma of being strong um where do you think it, it started from i know where i think it started from but where do you think this shift started from um for me i can only speak for personally what i've experienced and seen but it's like at some point, um, if we were raised by like our moms, our grandmothers, there was a, a time where a lot of them were single. They were raising, if not their kids, their kids' kids. And it became uh, normal to see them putting on the role of mom and dad, seeing them go to work, provide for the household, and also 
having to take care of kids, having to be in a very masculine energy. Yes. Not only be the commander in chief, but also have to switch and still somewhat know how to be feminine and nurturing enough to take care of kids. So it was like seeing that, um, I can only say for me personally, I can't speak for everyone else, but I was raised by my great grandma. So with me seeing that and seeing the things that she went through um, and with her taking care of me and my siblings, I kind of, at an early age, put on this very independent mindset, which isn't bad, but it was toxic to the point to where even when I did meet people, women or men, when I would meet people that were willing to assist or fill in my cup, I was just so used to like holding on so tightly on the reins. I was like, no, 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 I don't need help. It's okay. It's just I didn't trust anyone to do it if it wasn't me. So yes, for me personally, I think that's where it stemmed. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to that as well. I for sure, for sure relate. I was raised by a single mother. Uh, my father, he was in the military. They were not together. He had a whole separate family, things of that nature. And at a very young age, I was put in charge of a lot because she had so many things that she had going on. I feel like since I don't want to say the beginning of time, but for quite some time, we have women of color have been placed in that position where we're supposed to be strong. We've lost our husbands um, to various activities, war, prison, drugs. All of these things have been, how I feel, have been put in place to uh, dismantle the black family. It's almost like this is the plan. Like if we make, you know, you never hear anyone else call any other race strong you know we know that that's why i'm yeah. like i'm not a strong it's not the ideal woman. yeah it's not the ideal for them to be strong and it's almost like people feel sympathetic for women who don't look like you and i when they're when they are strong or when they have to bear so much but it's expected of us like oh you can't handle that and i want to touch on something that you said earlier like you said when you were in a position where people offered help to you that you still didn't even feel trust the feeling to take the help so many of us feel like that. So many of us feel that, one, if I take the help, someone's going to want something in return or they're going to throw it in my face. But it's set up to teach us that. It's set up like that for us to, to feel like we have to struggle. No one tells us that it's okay to ask for help. No one says there are people who expect nothing in return from you. There are people who will support you, pray for you, cover you, honor you, respect you, pour into you, but you have to be open and willing enough to receive those things. And when you don't receive those things, you actually are not only blocking your blessings, but you're blocking their blessings exactly. because things flow from them out of things like that. Exactly. And to yes. elaborate on that, were you about to say something? I didn't want to no, no, no. To elaborate on that, now within my healing journey, I realized when I was doing that, I was coming from a place of like, I was very much in my wounded feminine. I'm not 100% mm -hmm. healed. It would be unrealistic for me to say that. But I wasn't in a place to receive simply because I was still in pain. So it's like, how can you be open to receiving assistance from anyone if you aren't even willing to accept the fact that you do need help? Like, you're in denial. So I just kind of want to add that because, like, just with this conversation, it was something I already knew I was in denial about at that time. Yes. 
but being able to openly speak about it now and like reflect it's just like yeah you weren't in the best place to even receive that at the moment yes a lot of sense i like what you said about the wounded feminine um it is innate in us to be soft it is something that we've always known how to do be nurturing if we need to we know how to come forward and be that strength because that's what's inside of us we were royalty and our ancestry was royalty we were kings and queens and pharaoh we were everything but somewhere along the way we've forgotten who we were and even even my mother my mother went through some things in her childhood that caused her to then type kind of like pass that down that anger and that that closed off uh behavior or the unemotion the unemotional attachment and i just said i wasn't going to have that i just decided i was going to break the curse that i wasn't going to have a relationship with my daughter that was going to leave her feeling as if one i didn't love her and two that she didn't have anyone in her home to reach out to. And so I really feel like it's important for us to teach the younger girls, it's okay to ask for help. I have a term, I am independently dependent. (laughs) Independently (laughs) dependent, okay? Like, I got it, but... But you know, I could also need assistance. Yes, yes, yes. It's a much better life. It's a life of ease, the life we deserve. If anyone else deserves it, it's women of color. Anyone else deserves ease. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> it's women of color. Anyone else deserves luxury, whatever, to be spoiled, treated well. It's us. We've gone through yeah. enough. We've, we've done enough. We've we, we paid we, we, we paid our price, okay? We you know what I mean? Like, it's giving we've overpaid our price. <laughs> yes, for the much. overpay. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so with it, I can't see any of the comments. I do see the hearts, so I appreciate those. I can't see if anyone's Oh, commenting. you're good. I need, I'm trying to scroll up to see if there's anything. Uh, no, it's a lot of hearts, though. Okay. Um, so I guess hopping into something, um, I wanted to hop in with this. I think with this generation, technically I'm a part of it, but I don't want to claim that. <laughs> <laughs> with this, the reason why the role reversal is so normalized not only with social media but i think it's something that's normalized because women have had to become so strong because they've had to provide for themselves and put on this masculine energy it's put all over tv and shows that we watch in different magazines um tiktok especially like it's overly saturated that women are putting on these man-like roles and at some point, the dialogue became that we were equal, and I'm not trying to be equal to a man. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I revoke that. I no. I don't. I'm very much a woman. I would like to yes. be, or I am a very eloquent, classy, and when I need to be strong and bossy woman. But I am no means trying to level up and be on the same caliber as a man because I'm not a man. There's things that they can do that I have no business wanting to do. Now, if you do, that's a different talk, and it's cool. I'm not knocking it, but that's just not for me. Like, I've already had to wear too many hats. I want to take some of these titles off. Yes, yes. I can give it to someone else that is more capable of doing it than me. So I was speaking to, um, I was in Miami this past week, and I met a a woman. She was a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And 
we were having a conversation and she said, you know, you're just so feminine. And I said, listen, I said, um, she said, I'm just so masculine. I said, oh, you know, I said, I've been reading this book. And I said, you absolutely can be a masculine, have that masculine energy as a woman and be a masculine woman. I said, but here's the thing. You have to find you a feminine man. And she, right. And she was like, oh, no, I don't want that. And a lot you know how us, that goes. Right. We already know how that goes. A lot of us are attracting in that masculine energy that, because it's a yin and a yang. Somebody has to be the feminine. And so if you're the masculine, he's got to be the feminine. And he, and ask oh yourself God. why he's, right. Why is he drawn to that masculine energy in you? Yeah. Is that something he seeks to have in himself? Um, and I'm not knocking anyone that aspires to be a masculine woman. Kudos to you. I, I, I can't, I, that's not, that's not my bag. Yeah. So I can't really speak on it, but understand you can't be a masculine woman and then, ex and then ask, then ask for a masculine man because you're going to do this. Cause let me tell you, I did this a lot with my ex. I did this a lot with my ex before. I was not this way always. So just so you know, I wasn't born this way. Oh, um, I understand. Yes. I'm a my, very good balance in my masculine yes. feminine energy. Like, I would like to think I'm more of a dark divine feminine kind of energy. Yes. It's a little bit more masculine than the light feminine. But for me, because of who I am and my vibration, I feel more comfortable that way. It's still very feminine, but it's just a feminine that's like, okay, boundaries i mean what i say and if you surpass that okay then i'm gonna take action like i'm okay. gonna do whatever i need to in order to keep my boundaries and myself safe without moving in a way of survival if that makes sense okay so yeah. i wanted to ask uh, if you could elaborate on what that means to be a dark feminine for those who may not know so, for those of you that don't know, a dark feminine is pretty much someone that is okay with using either their mental capabilities or even being able to use their seductive capabilities to get the outcome. And it's not, if you want to look at it as manipulation, then so be it. But to get the outcome that you want out of people. So, when you're having a conversation, having the eye contact, romanticizing people, and it doesn't have to necessarily be in a sexual way, but it's just knowing what your strengths are and using it to benefit you. I had no clue that's what that was called. I just thought I was being a seductress. I was like, oh, I'm a seductress. That's, that's me. That's me. She seduces the people, okay? I had no clue that's what this was called. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Have you ever um, uh, read The Art of Seduction? It talks about different um, seductive feminine archetypes, and I feel like that would definitely... If you're not familiar with it, that would be a book you want to check out. Okay, so let me tell you. I have three. So I, I, I've never read it, but let me tell you. Don't shame me. I have, it, I have the big, thick book. I have the small, like, cliff notebook. And then I have it on Audible. So maybe I need to go back and listen to it on Audible. Because nowadays, I have to. it has to be in my ears. Yeah. And I have to be moving because I'm just doing so much. And then when you get a chance, go back, highlight, and, like, write notes. It helps me so much, but you're going to... Okay. Oh, absolutely. I didn't know. I just thought I was a old... I was I was just seducing the people. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that's what it was called. <laughs> yes, yes. I absolutely... It does sort of sometimes feel like, oh, this is very manipulative. But right. then again, like, I feel like we... In some shape or form, we're all being 
molded and constructed and manipulated. Even what you said, okay, earlier you said like the images that we see are are these strong women. Like if you see any movie, even Tyler Perry does it, and I love Tyler Perry. Like I think what he his vision and how, he, how he's putting people on. Right, that's his that's his point of view. It's mm-hmm. never a soft woman finding love. It's this woman who's a a mean woman, and then a man comes along, and the man yeah. that comes along is usually a blue collar worker. Not shaming those people, a blue collar worker, and he comes and he saves her. Yeah. Or the few that you do see when it's a black woman that is a little bit more feminine with a in a hypergamous relationship. It's usually very abusive or like mm-hmm. a odd power dynamic. She's being controlled. It's never. I don't really see too many healthy depictions of that. Not on TV. Not for women of color. Yes, and we need more of that. Or 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 she's or she's a side chick. And she's a, hey. she's the mistress and she's right, accepting it. Okay. Right, 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 right. So it 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 in art is imitating life all the time and I think it's so important for these conversations to happen like this and for conversations not just on social media but all around us and being around women that have the same goal as you. Like when I first started, like, people were like, so it was about three and a half, maybe four years ago when I started, like, started my feminine journey. And when it first started, I was dating a very masculine, macho man. And I was a very masculine, macho woman. I just didn't like know that's what it feel. was. I was, I was very much, girl, I might, you might as well say I was a man. It was no alpha. It was, a, I was a man, okay? I was a man with boobs, okay? That's it. <laughs> but... <laughs> I didn't understand that he needed that balance. He needed someone to be that soft, safe space for him. And if I had had the opportunity to do it over again, I would know exactly what to do with him. Um, I've had the opportunity, but I have declined. But if I have ever taken that opportunity with him again, then I would know exactly how to be. Yeah, I would know exactly what to do Um in the in that scenario and now when i see it i'm able to recognize it and be like oh okay okay i know what i need to be okay i know how i need to be yeah hi like, like i know hey. like i know now like, I'm like, hey. i know to soften my voice and yeah and all of those things that i didn't know to do before and um i like this side better do you like it better over here i do for me it's a completely like i can relate exactly to that but for a completely different reason so for myself i was a very masculine woman because up until like two or so years ago i only dated women i was still a very feminine looking woman but i dated women my whole life so for me learning to date a man one i didn't even know i liked men so then when it happened and i did meet a man that i liked i was like okay and then we try to have conversations and it would be good and then it wouldn't I don't understand what's happening, but I couldn't really understand the fact that one, it's completely new for me, and two, you're a little more masculine. This is a very masculine older man. Like, yeah, I do like I, I do like him older. That, but it was just like you're hopping into a, a ball game that you know nothing about, and you're just like you're trying, you're attempting. It's giving valid attempt, but you know, I just had to once I started to really get to know myself. I was like, okay, so I don't necessarily even like being a masculine woman. It's just more of a survival thing for me. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we're just going to be completely um, open and candid here. Um, when I was first going through college, I danced for a bit too. So seeing 
coming from that background and seeing the things that I saw and interacting with certain men, it made me very desensitized to men. So I was just like, uh, usually they try to talk to me and approach me. It's like, it's giving me a lot of bullshit. So I was already coming off very standoffish anytime I was approached. So like I had to really like heal and be like, okay, I get that you saw these things and that these things, it's realistic. Not every guy is going to be perfect, but I can't assume that every guy out the gate is going to be like that. I have to at least be open to it. And then if not, I need to heal certain things within myself. Like, why does that make me feel like I need to be on defense mode? Or why do I feel like around this person that I can't be feminine? So I had to like... Why is the most important question to ask ourselves? Like, in my meditations, I'm asking why. Well, why did that make me feel that way? And when that person did that, why was... <clears throat> I think that um, oh this is what I was going to ask you when did your light come on I call it your light coming on like when was your like epiphany that like what like, happened for you to have that that aha moment like in general that I needed yes. to change yes mm. after my grandmother passed mm. yeah it was just like I was so I'm not a very emotional person but when we were at her funeral, everyone around me had the ability to be emotional and vulnerable. And I think in order to guard myself and protect myself, I was numb. Like, I didn't cry about it until months after. Mm. And, like, people were coming to me, hugging me. And the whole time I was like, like, you know. And when it did hit me, because I wasn't able to feel, it, it wasn't, it was not pretty. It was such a ugly experience it needed to happen though but that kind of like made me realize like you're not okay and if you keep going this route like are you even gonna like look i'm 28 right now but the way that i was going i don't know if i would have made it to 30 like i still have two more years but you know going like that you end up projecting all those feelings into your life and it resurfaces in a very negative way so absolutely yeah, like it sucks. I hate that I lost an amazing matriarch in my life, but mm-hmm. that happening woke me up to things within myself that I needed to heal. And I'm still healing, still dealing with it, but I feel so much stronger than when I began this journey. Yes, yes. Um, I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, I lost my grandmother about the same time two years ago. Um, yeah. And that's when there was a shift in my life, too. Uh, but she, uh, but for not for the same reason. Um, it actually made me get up and pack up all my stuff and move to a whole different state. Like almost basically half from the north to the south. Like I just packed up all my stuff and I was like, yeah. But my light came on. I didn't even realize it was coming on. Um, I, like I said, I was with that guy, and mm-hmm. I started hearing about these these girls and these girls where they going on these dates and living this lavish life and you know they was calling them something like a sugar baby and I was like, wait, yeah. what's that? What are they doing? Like, <laughs> how, do, how do I get yeah, spoiled like that? <laughs> and so yeah, and so I started learning about that and I met a young lady who was talking about sugaring without sugar and I was like, hey, that's my kind of girl and that's actually what sugaring is. It's no. No sugar, okay. There's no sugar. Anything else is the other thing, okay. It's just I, there's something now. Yeah, it's just dating yeah. up, and then so I started learning about that. And I said, "Wait, you mean I can what? Like, I can do that? Right, right, right." So the guy that I met after him, he was the perfect 
unboyfriend. I call him the boyfriend experience. His name is B. So Mr. B, older guy, and he just thought I was the greatest thing since sliced bread, and I was just so delicate. And I was like, if he, yeah, right, if he only knew, and he used to cater to me and buy me gifts, and so he was the perfect, the perfect guy. After that, so um, after that, I really liked how he treated me because I was being in that energy and I was sitting back. That I was like, I want more of this. And so it just kind of went from there. Uh, I've done a lot, a lot of what you call shadow work. I've done a lot of that. I've done a lot of digging into myself and just asking myself what it is that I really want and where I want my life to go. And I feel like as, as women, we don't really get that moment to say, we plan everything about our lives except for our actual lives, like the yeah. love life and the and our future like where do I really want my love life to go where do I really where do I need to place myself so that the man that I deserve will come along and align with me and I have yeah. this prayer that I've been praying for quite some time and I actually realized the other day that I wasn't even praying anymore because I feel like I'm already there now and I just would pray that that I would come into alignment with the man that I'm supposed to marry and that he would place me where I needed to be. So, and I would recognize him when he is there. And I feel like I'm, I'm already, I'm like on that path now, but um, I just always ask for alignment. I've never prayed for a man per se, maybe back in the day, way back in the day, maybe my daughter's father, I was like, please, 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 please let him stay. And now I'm like, yay, I'm so glad he did. <laughs> I'm like, good riddance. <laughs> But yeah, now that was all. That's my prayer. Like, just let me always be in alignment. Let me be in the place at the time, in the energy. And I and I said this like, the man that I deserve, I would have never been able to attract him if I was still that that version of me. And I and I just, I just feel like we have to start planning that. We have to start being more strategic about those parts of our lives yeah. so that we can get to that person that whether it's a man woman whatever you got to be in alignment with it yeah. you can't want to live a fabulous life and you're not living fabulous on the inside because yeah. it comes from the inside Literally. people people who who are happy want to be around happy people and if you're miserable inside they don't want to be around you yeah. if you're argumentative they don't want to be around you if you're carrying this i got it i'm a i got it girl they don't men men don't want to hear I got it. Uh, okay. No 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 no. Go men don't want I got it girls. Yeah yeah yeah. They want a woman that's got a I got an issue. They need they want to be solutionists. <laughs> I have plenty of I have plenty of problems for him to solve. Okay, I have plenty. Like, of Like assist me, please. Yes yes yes. And um, while we're on that, I asked for assistance early, and I don't mean financial. <laughs> I mean like small things, because now we're talking about how to b bring that femininity into into the relationship and keep yeah. it. I ask early. I ask for small things early. I ask for simple things early. Like my most recent example was um, somebody back into my, the side view mirror of my car. And I was like, I was on the second date and I was just like, oh. like I started looking at myself and I was like, oh, this, I don't know how to do this. How do I know which one I need for this and that? This is not my job. Like, no. So I said to him, I said, oh, I said, are you able to look at that for me? Because I don't really know like what what goes with what, and I don't want to order the wrong one, and then I can't get it put on. You know, like, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, he he more <laughs> more than happy to to step up and do it for me. Yeah. Um, he did he end up dropping the ball. Mm. He did. Up, he got it for me. Yeah, he got it for me. 
But then the next step for him, because it's steps, right? The next step for him was then, well, now I need someone to put it on. And he didn't come through on that part. And then I had to go ahead and do like this because how do you say that is a safety issue for me? He said that. He's like, yeah, that's a safety hazard. Oh, for safety hazard, why do you make sure that is? Right, right. And I definitely explained that to him. And I don't date men that don't make sure I'm safe. Yeah, like, I'm not going to put down my standards for that. Yeah, yeah. How you work, you add tax. Can't underprice yourself with that. Girl. Sense. Look, tax, surcharge, inflation, whatever I got. <laughs> oh, it's giving 40% higher. <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, you know, gas is getting high, honey. The price right. has to increase. That, yeah, literally, oh my gosh. I think I paid $5 today. It was like 5 No, I'm lying. It was five twenty nine. They charged me an extra 10 cents per gallon because, because uh, I was using a credit card. And I was like, wait. What? What? Make it make sense. But anyways, yes, 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 yes. So um, switching in. So how was that switching from dating women to dating men for you as far as adjusting in that in that feminine energy? Um, well, one, the biggest thing for me was I was so confused because I spent a lot of my time like identifying as a lesbian. So it's like when I did find men I was attracted to and then we're still like involved, I was just really like, okay, so you thought you knew who you were and you clearly don't. What else do you not know about yourself? And then it just kind of from there was like spiraling and I went on a journey of finding myself. From there, I kind of just was like, okay, so you are, you look feminine, but the traits that you have, like, are these necessarily things that you picked up to survive? Is this mm-hmm. who you be? Like, are you comfortable behaving the way that you behave sometimes? And I really, like, had to sit there. It took me a while. I'm not even going to lie to you. It took a while for me to be comfortable and, like, okay, I don't necessarily like this about myself. Like, sometimes when you feel like someone's overstepping your boundaries, you get a little more aggressive than you should. And yes. you actually know how to communicate that without getting aggressive. Why do you do that? And like, I really had to sit there because, I mean, there's more than I'm willing to discuss at this moment on my yes, yes. about it. But there's things within my life that I've experienced that can make me a harder person because I had to protect myself. So yes. it's like, I really had to like dial back and be like, okay, are you blocking your blessings? Like, some of it is a reaction. And it makes logical sense, and it would to other people, but it's like, if you're not always thinking from a place like, I have to react, 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 and you're in control of your emotions, you're actually able to analyze everything for face value, you won't behave the way that you're currently behaving. In control of your emotions, to me, is the big, one one of the biggest parts of a feminine woman knowing how to when someone is being utterly disrespectful to you how to smile and say i hope you have a wonderful day or i hope you have the day you deserve <laughs> like you know just not letting someone rile you not letting someone take you take you off your pedestal because we all have this this crown that we wear and when someone comes along especially when you're when you're tapping and you're tapping into a new level of your life you're gonna have all these adversaries in your around you you know and so right 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 
So it almost seems like we get tested on a, a a whole different level when we're when we're trying to grow, you know. Yeah. And so being able to control your emotions and your thoughts and your feelings is going to be one of the most impactful things to to add to your relationship, to add not only to a romantic relationship but the relationships around you. Like I put my voodoo, I call it voodoo. I put my zhuzh. My, put the Monet. I put the Monet on everybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, come on. Like, look into my eyes. What is it like the um, Jafar? Jafar with the on the on Aladdin. Was that what his name when he had the snake? Look oh yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I put the Monet on everybody around me because I now understand. Like, oh, this person needs such and such. So let me feel instead of out going this way with my emotion lean back in the feminine and then show them this and it works on everyone around you you just have to understand and be in tune with your emotions so controlling your emotions is the biggest part of any type of relationship platonic or romantic in order to keep that femininity in that relationship because um doing this Butting heads, it's never, it's never going to be a win for you. It's never going to be a win for anybody that's in, in the situation until you learn how to dial back and actually feel, the, feel a need for that person that they didn't even know that they had. And that's another way that I maintain my femininity when I'm in relationships is feeling a need that they didn't know they had. Yeah. And then with that, too, with the emotions, something else I want to tap into that because being able to control them is good. But also knowing to honor your emotions. Like, I, mm-hmm. especially we minorities, people think when we get upset, being angry is a bad thing. No, there's a reason that you feel that emotion. When you got angry, the inner child inside of you felt like it was needing to be protected. So you honor mm-hmm. that. It doesn't mean you have to fight, but it's say what you mean, mean what you say, put those boundaries down, and don't let anyone cross you. I'm a firm believer in that, and I'm also a firm believer in sometimes you do have to be cool to be kind. And being cool means you set those boundaries and no matter who it is, you do not allow them to get another chance to cross those boundaries. Absolutely. Yeah. And if that means doing that and coming off as a bitch, then so be it. But I'm I'm a certified B. I'm a certified (laughs) and I have no problem. I have no problem with it. If that's what if me standing up for myself is gonna make me appear that way, then oh Okay, I don't care, but you have to be unattached to that emotion. You have to be like, no, this is about me. This is something that I'm doing for me to make sure that I live the life that I set out for myself, that I desire. So I appreciate I like that. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, if you're, yeah, girl, I'm with you on that. We're on the same page. We're on the same page for pretty much everything. Not pretty much, we're on the same page about everything. Um, <laughs> I love that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that, um, I think, so what's one of the first things that you did that you noticed that you did once you started tapping into that femininity in your, in your romantic relationships? Like the change that I made? Mm-hmm. In my romantic relationships, it was more so I would listen, but more so listen to understand the person instead of mm. responding to the person. Because yes. before I was listening, I just wasn't an active listener. So I would remember what you said, but I was always listening to create a conversation versus me just listening 
and sometimes I don't have to actually respond. It's me listening and actually understanding where you're coming from, whether I agree with it or not. So, yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, I have found that being that active listener has definitely been the biggest component to um, merging relationships and creating intimacy in those relationships, whether, like I said, platonic or romantic, it builds a deeper a level of intimacy because a lot of people don't have those that truly listen to what someone is saying and, and seeking understanding of what they're saying behind their words or what they're saying that they're not saying. Like, what are the, what's the underlying things? And I'm very analytical, so that's always kind of been my thing to be an active listener. But I think that even more so now, I understand the, I don't know, I don't want to say auto response, but um, I know there's a word for it because I used to teach and there's a word that you say when you are responding and so you let them know you're listening, but I can't think of it right now. But when you give them those, really, so. It's like a verbal cue? Yes, or yeah, some sort of understanding to let them know that you're listening and that you're tracking what they're saying and things of that nature. So uh, I've learned how important inserting things like, well, really, so what happened when, when so-and-so did that? Or, well, what made you feel that way? Or, oh, my gosh, that must have made you feel like this. Those things really build that intimacy in that conversation and tie, draw people to you because people aren't walking around doing that kind of stuff. People aren't walking around genuinely concerned about what you're upset about or what you're happy about or whatever. So I think that's so, so important. Do we have any questions so far along with that what was because you just asked me like what changed within my relationship what was something that I guess good and bad that also changed once you started to get on your feminine journey and heal within your relationships as well so the bad part is um well it's I guess I guess it's not really bad when you think about it but I lost a lot of people in my life I lost a lot of people that I that I cared for, that I loved, that I thought were in my corner. But a part of being in that femininity is loving yourself. And I feel like that's the first thing, like above anything, you love yourself. And that's where the boundaries and the standards come in. And people just were not with me loving myself and understanding that it's nothing personal, but it's personal. You know, it's personal and to me, not to yeah, it's personal. It's very much personal to me. Um, and it, it's like, you know, you were talking about earlier uh, surviving. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we spend a lot of our time surviving instead of thriving. And I just wanted to thrive. So one of the things that came out of that was learning to thrive, learning like, yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> learning to thrive, <laughs> learning to um, not think with that scarcity, that lack. Not to think like, oh God, and then if, if, if somebody does this, then, then I gotta do this and all of that. I don't have to do all that because I know that anything and everything, anything that happens to me doesn't happen to me, it happens for me. So if I lose a friend, I just lost a friend freaking Saturday on my freaking birthday, Friday on my birthday. I just lost a friend and you guess what? Happy belated birthday. Sorry that that happened, but also, you know. Yes, thank you for that. Yes, lessons are going away. Because nothing is ever taken away without something better being replaced. And I can guarantee you there's nobody in this world that can say that that, that like, it just happens. It's just, this is law. It's, I call it the Gooniverse, God in the universe. I call it the Gooniverse. It's just the Gooniverse's law. Like, yeah. I'm going to get such an amazing friend to replace that one that I lost. Like, I'm going to be like, girl, bye. <laughs> Next. But I, I've learned that um, I'm very, like, carefree. 
very carefree. Like it is what it is. I know more is coming. I'm in control of my thoughts and I'm able to meditation. Think like really things maximized for me when I started meditating. I started meditating back in September, October timeframe. Everything started to go and go, go flow towards me after I did that. Just quieting my mind and listening and just being in that space. And I still only do it for about five minutes a day. If that, I may meditate three times a week. I want to get better and do it more, but that's helpful too. Like just quieting your mind. Like I know people notice this when you're driving, you're, you can all, all of a sudden think, or when you're in the shower, like all of these ideas come. Come up with the most, yes. Right. Cause you've quieted your mind. There's no, no distractions and nothing else for you to think of. So if there's any woman on here, all women should meditate. All women should meditate. All women should do shadow work. All women should write in their journals. All women yes. should say their affirmations. All women should exercise, get their indoor friends. All yes. of those things. Hydrate, girl. Drink your lemon or your lime water. Okay. Like, <laughs> all women should be doing these things because that's self-care. And that's one of the biggest things, too. People think self-care is like going to get a facial and massage. That stuff's cute. Like, that's fun. That's, that's the fun stuff. upkeep for your Right. Body. That's upkeep for your, ex- yeah. for your external. We talking about the inside. Because self-care is internal, okay? Because if you do all that and you still feel like sludge on the inside, you might as well not even done all those things. Right. Yeah. And self-care does look different. Those actions look different for every person. So meditation mm-hmm. for you, like how you said you like to meditate. I like to journal. I meditate as well. But some people do it differently, and it's no right or wrong way to do it. You just do it in the way that it best benefits you. For the people that didn't know that, I wanted to clarify. <laughs> yes, yes. They're, they're, you're absolutely correct. No right or wrong way. Just the way that's for you. And and uh, you know, people try to beat one way into you, world. This is the way. There's no way. Whatever way works for you. And then nice. I, I run into the oh well, you got to go to therapy. And I think therapy is great, but not all therapy needs to happen by a doctor. Some therapy oh. happens on your knees praying. Some therapy happens in that book when you're journaling or when you're meditating. Like therapy is getting to the root cause, right? There are multiple ways to get to the root cause. I've been hypnotized. I've done hypnotherapy a couple of times. That, like, collapses time for me. Like, impossible amounts of time for me. Procrastination. My daughter's been been through hypnotherapy for procrastination. When I tell you that that stuff works, like... (laughs) I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. Yes, yes. And, and then, then you, you need... also, in order, sorry, I did not mean to cut you off. I just I wanted to add to what you were saying, um, in case people aren't familiar with it. Along with hypnotherapy, um, you yourself, if you don't feel comfortable with working with other people, if you wanted to reframe your mind and reframe how you think, get rid of both old habits or things that aren't serving you, you're able to listen to different frequencies. So like the music, each song has a different frequency, a different hertz that it vibrates on. Um, energetic vibration you're able to look up these different frequencies on YouTube and even Spotify for healing getting rid of toxic energy self-care self-love and you can literally listen to it every night along with affirmations and when you listen to it when you sleep it will slowly reframe your thought processes and make it a lot easier for you along with the work as well to change your mental state and what you actually think on a daily basis. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, 
the only thing, other thing I was going to say about the hypnotherapy, if you need someone for that, I have the perfect lady for you. I'm going to shout her out on here. I think her Instagram handle is Coach Stacy Christie, S-T-A-C-Y Christie. But if not, inbox me and I will um, give that to you. She is amazing. She has a beautiful spirit. Uh, she's a healer. She's gone through some things herself. And she's been able to just take that, take, take her, take her pain and make it a passion and heal others. Yeah. So yeah, I have somebody for that if you need that, but yes. Yes. And um, she does that too. Listening. She sends us all the time, the different frequencies and mm -hmm. listening to the affirmations at night and, and just reconstructing your mind. And one thing that I do is during the day, even when I'm working, I'll turn on the affirmations. And I may not be saying them with them, but it's getting, it's like downloading to my subconscious. Like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And even now, like, I struggle with the consistency in my business and posting. Because I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Somebody's going to think I'm going to say something and somebody's going to get mad. But I'm pushing past that now. I'm pushing yeah. past the who gives a crap if they get mad. Because I'm supposed to be speaking to a woman. And I'm supposed to be saving the woman's life. There's a woman that's waiting on me to save her from the things that she keeps repeating to break that generational curse for her. And so I have to really work on, on my... Um, my belief in my voice because as I grew up I was my voice was not heard right. so just understanding that my voice is important yeah. has been one of the biggest things hurdles in my in my business so, so far to to use my voice yeah. to make my voice heard you'll get on to that uh, one thing yeah. I also want to say along with that because I feel like you need to hear this message your content may not be for everyone but the people that it resonates with are the people that you to speak to the reason that you need to post your content because yes you may it may not be aligned with everyone but the people that need to hear it need to hear it because they can relate to you and they're they're gonna find their voice from you speaking out on yours showing them that okay maybe I didn't have a voice before but now I'm healed and I'm ready to speak my truth and you're allowed to speak your truth as well making a safe place a safe place to have a conversation I like that. I like that. Thank you for that. I like that. Make it a safe place for other people to use their voice. I really like that. Thank you for that. No problem. No problem. I'm glad that we did this. This is amazing. We definitely yeah. will be again soon. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> Let's do it again. Yeah, great yes. energy, right? I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. Like our like we were messaging, but our first conversation was today, but immediately yeah, on the phone, I felt at ease. I was like, okay, man, well, we got this girl. It's gonna be a good flow of conversation. So right. yeah, it's yeah. I would love to come back. Absolutely. Most definitely. I love this. All right. Well, I guess we're gonna wrap it up. That okay. way, because I know you got other things that you're gonna have to do here shortly. Yes, I have a whole photo shoot tomorrow, and I'm and I'm like, oh, and you gotta get some rest, honey. Yes, yes. most definitely that. But thank you so much for hopping on the live. I enjoyed this conversation. Um, before we close out, is there anything you want to say, like to the people watching? If you do nothing else, if you do nothing else, I need you to learn how to love yourself. If you do nothing else. Self first, okay? And no matter what anybody says, it's not selfish. It's self first, okay? It's always that because you're the only person at the end of the day. You're the only person that has to wake up with you, deal with the decisions you make, positive or negative. It's you. So it's always you. It's you versus you. And a lot of the things that we don't have are is because we can't get past the you versus you. It's We think 
it's everyone else when it's really a battle within ourselves. So do what you need to do to unblock those things and clear that battle with yourself. And you will be so much further than you ever could imagine once you heal yourself and love yourself. Love that. Yes, ma'am. That was, that was it. I'm definitely, guys, for y'all watching, I'm going to save this live to my page. I'm going to tag you. Is that cool? All Absolutely. Right. So do. when I post it, y'all hit that add button. Go follow her. Go follow her. If her content resonates with you, like, message her. Um, if you need to reach out, coaching, she can help you. She also has her website in the bio, right? Yes. I Definitely did. click on that. And thank you so much, honey. I appreciate you. Absolutely. I appreciate you, too. I had so much fun. Thank you. Thank Likewise. You. Have a good one. Until thank next you. time. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye.